Hey y'all, hey! Welcome to episode 14 oh of God. Luggage, Love, and Loose. I'm Markeisha. Hey, it's Soleil. What up, though? It's Bree. And of course, we got Murph Look on, our, our, on the our mic. mascot. Murphy is is here. <laughs> he needs his attention. He was laying down, and that's like as soon as we start soon recording. Soon as we start, always. He's on like, cue. he's he back. Knows it. He's All right, back. Murph, I'm gonna need you to calm down, killer. <laughs> um, so can I just tell y'all, summer's back. In case you didn't get the memo. Oh my God. Yeah, it's crazy. It's like 95 freaking degrees out, plus 107 with humidity. <laughs> humidity. Um, <laughs> it was extra humidity. Um, yeah, so needless to say, extra baby powder was in order today. Um, <laughs> it was hot out these pieces and parts. So what's going on? How's everybody feeling? I'm excited because I'm about to go on, vaca- on, on vacation. Oh, nice. So yeah, I'm heading to New Orleans on Saturday, early Saturday morning. Got an early flight. So yes. I'm excited. So I'm just, I have, I'm like anticipating the long weekend, Labor Day weekend coming mm-hmm. up. So... That's what I'm looking. That's that's the goal. I'm looking at the light at the end of this long term. I love Nola. That sounds so fun. Yeah, I love New Orleans. Yeah. So I'll eat some beignets for y'all. <laughs> please do. Please do. <laughs> some food. Oh my God. That's like yeah. one of the best places for they, food. They, yes. It really is. Like. I mean. Yeah. They have they have great food. So great food. Do. So, and great drinks. Oh, my friend just went recently. She said to make sure you check out the plantation. Um, I can't remember the family name of the plantation, but she said it was like a life-changing experience. The Whitney Plantation? Yes. I've yes. heard a lot about yeah, that. Yeah, so if you get the chance, it might be on the mm-hmm. radar. I don't want to do that. Because yeah. I, I told my boss, I said, I don't want to come back to work hating, so I'm not mm-hmm. doing any of the plantation It will tours. definitely bring out some emotion. <laughs> yeah. So, but yeah, I'm excited about that. What about you, Sunshine, Sunshine Soul Lake? Girl, I'm tired. Work's been beating me up, but we got an extra day off. Friday, so that's I'm so happy nice. about that. So you have an extra long weekend. Yeah, yeah so Four that's exciting. Weekend. And some friends coming in town this weekend, so Good. I think I'm gonna hit up the Q White Party. Oh, okay. okay. Mm-hmm. But yeah, other than like right now, I'm just tired. You're a busy lady. You got a lot going on. And I'm trying to keep like everything moving, but also taking care of myself and not letting everything overwhelm mm-hmm. me. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's it, it's a lot. And still coming off your vacation glow, your West Coast glow. I, I want to go back. They just sent me a notification about a cheap flight. <laughs> I said, I'm, like, y'all, I am so close to uninstalling my flight apps because <laughs> I'm so tempted to book. I'm, you know, trying to buy this house. I need to save all my coins so I can, you know, make these moves. And they keep tempting me with, like, $500 flights to Bali and stuff. And I'm like, oh, no. Yeah. I want to like go. Devil is alive. Right. <laughs> but I'm going to hold that's my ground. Hold my ground. What's up with you? I am feeling a little overwhelmed. Um, back in school, so that's been okay. super intense. Congrats. But um, thanks, girl. We'll see how these student loans work out. Congratulations are in order. The way but, you be um, having them coins in trying. line and teaching us how to pull it together. You got trying. it, girl. So we shall see. So that's been a challenge. But um, other than that, I mean, I'm just, my daughter went back to school with her Fashion Nova outfit. Child oh, had to make her put a little shoot. thing around her waist. Like, um, <laughs> yeah, come back here. Um, back through the door. Get you a little uh, dip for around your waist. But um, outside of that, I'm excited to see, like, to have her narrow down what school she's going to go to and um, figure out what the next steps and stages in her life are going to be. Yeah. So yeah. pause. I just got a flight notification. For a $316 trip to Aruba for 15 nice. days. I'll take it. See, 15 days. That, Aruba's I don't know if too. I want to be somewhere for 15 no, days. That's, that's too long. Yeah. Y'all see the type of temptation that's visiting me? Girl. Speaking of temptation. It. No, just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> well, up. So, I think there's some baby tea talk. Yeah, that was something I seen today, and it just like just took me to another level. Do tell. So, scrolling down Facebook, just minding mm. my business, and I come across this bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> and this guy made a post, and it said that basically, I don't know verbatim what it said, but basically, it said, you know, if your woman ain't making your lunches she's not ready to be a wife Mm -hmm. something along those lines and I'm like what 
So I'm looking at the comments, and of course the men are co-signing like, "Yeah, bro, hundred, blah blah blah, all this stuff." And then of course some of the women are also on their co-signing I'm like, "Oh yeah, um, you know, I'm not a wife yet, with yet in all caps." Mm-hmm. Um, but I make sure my man gets his lunch and both of our places is clean and blah blah blah. It's like, why do men feel entitled to get these wife privileges? Mm-hmm. Like, they want you to do everything a wife does, but don't actually want to put the ring on the finger. Mm-hmm. And I blame both men and women because women are allowing them to do it. Right. But they just feel so entitled. Like, dude, I'm not packing your lunch every day. Right. Yeah. And that doesn't mean that I'm not ready to be a wife. And But maybe when I am a wife, I'll pack your lunch. But I'm not, I'm not packing your lunch. I'm sorry. Right. So... What do y'all ladies feel about mm. about that? First of all, I just think it's shallow that that stands alone as a post. Uh-huh. Like, how you going to tell me that I'm not wife material all because I didn't get your brown bag for you at the door? Like, a lunch should not be the main reason why you're, like, counting me in or out as a lifelong partner. So I just think that's shallow. When I see stuff like that, it does irritate me, but I just try to scroll past it. Like, I'm not going to feed into this bull just like you said because it's just to me it's just like closed-minded thinking Mm -hmm. like i just need context around that like so if you're saying that you know i think it's important to have a woman that takes care you know and and make sure that their their man is taken care of and i'll do the same then i would have a whole different viewpoint on that post but you just said something real shallow bro i i I don't even know how to follow up to that because i feel like you just dropped some mad gems right there but I agree, like, when did we come to a place that relationships are dictated based off lunches? Lunches. Brown bag. What if it was just a little sandwich in that piece? Like, did you really win a wife, or did you just get a deli sandwich? Like, <laughs> I just don't understand how... A PB and J. Right, right, with a half a bag of Lay's. Like, I just, that to me is just ridiculous. Mm-hmm. And the fact that women feed into that and are co-signing and high-fiving it just annoys the hell out of me. Because at the end of the day, there's so many other important things that dictate if somebody's important enough, fits the position, is a right fit to be with you for the rest of your life, and to take on your last name. That's crazy. So I commented on the post, because at first I was, I just, I seen, I'm just like, are you kidding me, right? So I went back on the post and commented and said, you know, how many women that you've been with have made the lunches and how many proposals have you, have you made? Checkmate. And then he and then he responds, "Are you are you questioning my post?" Yeah, pretty much. Yes, dude, I'm questioning your post. Um, he's then he said, "Like that part doesn't matter how many proposals he has or hasn't done, but <clears throat> and there's a lot of other things that go into whether or not he would propose, like finances." You should have said um, that in your post, right? Be clear, my friend. And basically, if, if I don't know that somebody doing that is wife material, then I need to get focused. Like, do it really? So y'all know how they do that. Imagine this. Imagine the boom. So imagine you're mad because you didn't get your brown bag, and then boom, lunch shows up to your office at 12 because I love you. Like, can you imagine a man not petty and in his feelings all morning because... Right. I don't even know if she's the one for me. She didn't pack my lunch. But I done already made some plans to drop some food on you my way. But, <laughs> but you making statuses about not being white. Right. And I think like, doing that every on. once in a while is, I think it's Absolutely. nice. I think it's really, you know, mm-hmm. that would be, you know, that's a nice surprise to have, you know, have lunch delivered to your man or even to make him lunch if you guys are living together. But to have that as a requirement, like you expect me every day to make your lunch for you. It's crazy. It's not happening. Maybe as a wife. Maybe as a, as a wife. But not That's as a, a conversation. Girlfriend. But not as a girlfriend. And you have to do it because you want to do it. Right. Like, not because he expects me to do this. Right. You know what I mean? It has to come from, it, has, it would have to come from me. Like, I want to do this for him. Right. And how many lunches do you need to determine she's wife material? Is it like two to four, <laughs> six to ten, 107? Right. Like, at what point do you realize, like, okay, these, this is this is wifey. Bring them on the show. Right. You need to bring them on the show, y'all. Girl. Oh, Defend your posts, sir. Defend yeah. your posts. So. Oh, that might, mm. that might be oh, something. I might like be that. on to something. Defend, Defend your, your posts. posts. Yeah. Don't nobody try to go steal it either. <laughs> I like that. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to become the next Wendy Williams. <laughs> right. <laughs> When are you getting them calling coins, people out? Mm-hmm. Disproportionate body. You said this. But she's getting them coins. No, you didn't. No, you didn't. I don't know what she said. With her disproportionate body. Oh! 
You know what? He is built like a, a letter P. I don't know what it's yeah, wrong with her. She is. Y'all can't lie. And she's okay with it too. She got her husband. That's yeah. right. She a wife. That's she right. Wife. Her rock that's bigger than her. I'm done with shade. I can't. Let's focus. So, yes, that was my rant. Um, so, chime in. If, if you guys have some uh, thoughts on it, let us know. Hit us in the DM. Right. <laughs> it goes down. And down. <laughs> I knew it was coming. I knew it was better. Right. I need to work on my Yogati voice. <laughs> right. Let us know your thoughts. If if you know a living girlfriend or a girlfriend maybe who doesn't even live with you should be making men lunches every day. And if you want to defend a, your post, that's a negative. For see me. us in the DMs. <laughs> yeah. Mm. So we are now going to move on um, to. What are we moving on to? Home buying. Home buying. Home yeah. buying. Um, that's our loot. Yes, our, our loot segment. So right now we're like in all different stages of the home buying, homeowner process. Um, we have Soleil who is currently looking for a home, got that pre-approval. Yes, um, um, <laughs> I am a fairly new homeowner. I've been in my house now almost it'll be two years in December so yeah time flies and I still have a whole lot of stuff I want to do at the house and then we have Markeisha who is like the vet about to have her mortgage paid off in a few years (laughs) so we're all at different stages so we just wanted to share some things with you guys if you're thinking about buying a home kind of what you can expect um yeah and we're just going to share some share some knowledge yeah share our journey so let me to kick it off. Yeah. Okay, I can kick it off. So I am in the beginning stages of securing a home this year. By the end of 2018, I will be a homeowner. Um, one of the main reasons why I chose to come down this path is because I am big on legacy mm-hmm. and having something to leave. Um, you know, being a black woman and growing up in the hood for real for real um well the hood not like hood hood but (laughs) you know like I mean it's it the hood's no stranger to me at all um but you know I wanted to leave something I want to have something to leave to my children when I have them um and if I'm not leaving it to my children then it's just something for my family like something that's mine and I've you know bought cars paid cars off before and it's just like it's sensible like when you really start to look at it it makes sense like to live how I want to live around here you know rent is stacks Mm -hmm. you know like I mean definitely at least for me I would it would be probably around like twelve hundred dollars a month the places that I would like to be in and I look at houses on the market and I'm like I could own a house and put, and pay a fraction of that. Mm-hmm. Like, so it's just smart, and I'm all about being smart with the dollars. So um, I began to consult with, you know, some people that um, are educated in that area. So I educated myself about the process. Found a good first-time home owners program, which I am going through the first at-home program through First Commonwealth Bank. Shout out to this program because it's bomb. Mm. And when I talk to people who have went through the process or have looked before, it, it seems as if they haven't come across a a like a program that was like this good. I haven't had anyone else really say anything. So I, um, it's like a three-to-one match program. So you do got to get your savings on. So listen to our prior podcast where mm-hmm. we talk about ways to save so you can save your money and have something but it's a three to one match or up to five thousand dollars that will help you pay for your inspection down payments and closing costs also guarantees like a one percent down payment on the home no mortgage insurance required mm, and key. all you have to do is save your third of the five thousand dollars or however much you have saved they'll match it that three to one go to a a credit counseling program and the money is yours um so i've successfully um done the majority of the steps um i'm going to be doing my credit counseling soon but looking for a home is just interesting as ever y'all i thought it was going to be all fun and stuff like oh my gosh i'm buying a house 
Um, it's a huge decision when you're not moving off of like haste or need. Like I don't need to move out of where I'm at. Then mm-hmm. you you you're more intentional about what you're doing. So yesterday I saw three homes and I liked all of them, but for different reasons too. I like more than the other. So um, I decided to start home journaling after I go see a home and it's really helpful to me. So I sat down um, with my planner once I got home and I wrote down the house, how much it cost and anything that my realtor may have pointed out, shout out to Keith Reed. He's an amazing real estate agent, um, black real estate agent. Highly recommend him if you're in the Pittsburgh area. Um, And I wrote the home, things that him and I pointed out, what I disliked about the home, what I liked about it, and then I asked myself, would you put an offer in on it, and why would you? So it really helped me narrow down, like, this one house that was a maybe, like, it's not even on the radar anymore, and just kind of those non-negotiables. So whenever you go to talk to your realtor, if you want to put in an offer, you can say, well, I like this house, but this would need to be fixed in order for me to you know, um, officially, like, this is something I would want the seller to fix, you know, and whatnot. So that was really good for me, and just waiting until you find something that's right. And stacking them coins is hard. Mm-hmm. It's hard not living life like you're used to living um, whenever you're trying to just save for a season. I know it's just for a season, so I'm trying to stick it out, but it's hard. But that's I know it'll be worth it. That's a good to have, though, once you have a home. You own it. You're responsible for any, you know, things come up. So creating those habits early on are good in the long run. Yeah. So that's pretty much my experience. It's been decent so far, but it's definitely challenging. It feels like another job on top of the mm-hmm. 50 jobs I already do. But I just keep telling myself this is for me. This is for my future and my legacy, and it just keeps right. me pushing. And it'll be worth it. Yes, and have so a well. strong support team around you, like mm-hmm. Brianna, Markeisha. I have a couple other friends that are homeowners or that are look you know even looking and it's really helpful to have people to show houses to or run situations by that have been there done that or want to do it um that can just kind of keep you on track i'm just looking forward to your house haunt party mm-hmm. <laughs> i'm looking forward to having <laughs> especially it especially if it's the house you just showed us yes. right yeah, that house is hot that's gonna be the party house yes come on over guys so for me um like I said, I've been in this house a little less than two years. It took me forever to find a house. Um, I'm surprised that my realtor stuck with me as long as he did. I was looking <laughs> for a house for like three years. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. On and off. You know what I mean? Yeah. You know, so it's like I would see something. We would go look at it. I might have liked it, put an offer in. Someone might have, might have like offered more money so I didn't get it. There were different reasons why things happen. Mm-hmm. Um but my realtor, he was great. I mean, he was a client of mine when I worked at, in the banking industry. Mm-hmm. So I had known, known him for a long time. So I think it's very important to get a realtor. If you happen to know someone, you know, know someone you trust. Know someone who's not going to just, or work with someone who you know is not just going to put you in any house just to get this commission check. Mm-hmm. And so I really felt um, that he had my best interest at him. He wasn't worried about just selling a house. So that was um, something that was good for me that I happened to know this man for many years from working with him as a banker um so anyway so yeah three years so finally I got more serious about it once I got my new job because actually when I was at my other job like I really wasn't making the money that I needed to make to actually like move and a lot of times rent is more expensive than mortgage but in my case it wasn't I was only paying 385 in rent at my apartment And I'm like, I'm not moving out of here until I find a house. Right. Like, I'm not going to move from here to another apartment. So, right. So that enabled me to save up some money, Mm -hmm. um, especially when I got the job that I have now, making a lot more money. I was able to save more money um, and really get serious about the home buying process. So um, this last time I don't want to look for houses. There was, you know, several houses that same one I really wanted. But there were like a, multiple offers, and they end up giving it to somebody else. So that's always discouraging. So just know, I mean, that that's going to happen. Like you're going to see millions of houses that you love, mm-hmm. and a lot of times you don't you don't get them because the market right now is so hot for people trying to buy houses. So it's like if you see something, you really have to jump on you it. Do. Um, and even then, sometimes you might not get it because you know this person may have ten thousand cash that they can give to the to the yeah. seller, and like that's what they're looking for. Me, I didn't have a lot of cash. And um, 
I was able to get seller's assist, which is something you'll want to yeah. look into if you don't have a lot of cash saved. Like, so I really only had to come out of pocket, like, a little over $1,000, like, down payment. I also did a first-time home buyers program. I can't even remember the name of it. Um, but, like I said, I was only, only had to put down about $1,000. I got seller's assist to help me with the down payment. Um, so, when I was looking for a house, I think it's also important to come up with, like, a wish list of things that you want, things that you're not willing to compromise on. Because there are going to be so many houses that you see that I like this, but I don't like this. Mm -hmm. So I had like three things that I was just like, I have to have. I really don't want to compromise on. One of them was I wanted a three-bedroom home because I had heard people talk about in the past, like it's really hard to resell a two-bedroom house. So I'm like, okay, I want to have a three-bedroom home in case, you know, I'm not going to probably be here forever, even though yeah. I hate moving. <laughs> but if I ever want to resell this house, I feel like it'll be a little bit easier because it is three bedrooms. Because a lot of people have families. So you have to keep that in mind when you're buying a house that yeah. if you want to resell it, what the resale value will be. So that was one of my must-haves. It had to be a three-bedroom. Like, don't show me any houses that are two-bedrooms. And you got a bonus. Exactly. Downstairs. So three bedrooms was one of my must-haves. My other must-have was a garage. Like, in my previous apartment, I had on-street parking, and it's so frustrating. When you come home, you have tons of groceries, and someone's in your parking spot. Mm -hmm. And it's like, there ain't nothing you can say because you mm -hmm. don't own the house. So, I love my garage. I love being able to, like, you know, when it's snowing outside, I don't have to worry about cleaning off my car. Right. Like, so that was another one. You know, and it varies depending on what it is you're looking for. Mm -hmm. And the other thing is I really, really wanted a flat backyard which is so hard to find in Pittsburgh yes, because it it's so hilly here. Mm -hmm. Now, my yard is it's almost flat. I mean, it's on a little bit of a slant, but it's flat enough. So those were like three things for me that were very important. And luckily with this house, I was able to get it. Um, another thing that I really wanted was something that was moving ready. Like being a single woman, mm -hmm. I didn't want a house that had a lot of repairs. Although it may have been a lot cheaper um, you know, the price tag might have been cheaper and I could have put in a certain amount of money to fix it up. That's just a hassle that I didn't want. Um, there, girl. Yeah. I'm like, I need something that's moving ready where I don't really have to do anything unless I want to. Right. So now I'm at the point where there are, you know, there are definitely things I want to do in this house. Like I still need to paint, um, do some other upgrades, but it's nothing that like is immediate that I have to take care of. So that was also something that was really important to me so don't get just caught up on the fact that oh this house is thirty thousand dollars cheaper than whatever house when you and you might only have to put maybe fifteen twenty thousand into the house so it will come out cheaper then but you have to be really committed to doing that work and that's just something i wasn't willing to do um so i think that's about it but um yeah definitely like soleil mentioned you know make sure that you're saving up your money Make sure that your credit score is uh, where it needs to be so you're getting the best interest rates. Like, I got a really great interest rate on this house. Um, make sure that your taxes are rolled in with your mortgage so you're not, you don't have to pay those separately, which is also something that's really... Like, you don't want to have that big tax bill at the end of the year. Yeah. So mine is rolled right in with my mortgage payment so I don't have to worry about it. Um, so those are just a few things you'll want to keep in mind during the home buying process. We're going to move over now to, to the vet, to the veteran <laughs> oh, homeowner. <laughs> those are some real good gems. I think that um, as I listen to you tell your story, I wish I would have done things a little differently. I didn't spend a lot of time looking for my house. Like I was in an apartment and I was like, I need to, much like you, I was like, I need to have a space my daughter can have. She can call her home, own a yard she can play in. Um, a space that she'll always have that she can go to that's hers and so um, I found a house in probably like four or five months um, I definitely encourage folks to look into different programs around the city um, I used the program through my employer at the time they were really big on trying to um, engage employees by offering home ownership program um, it wasn't real robust but it offered like a thousand dollars closing cost assistance we had a class which was really in-depth and very detailed we left like a whole manual of terms, things like that. They brought home inspection companies to come in to know what to look for. Um, talked about the importance of that home inspection, you know, why you're investing that $500 in that home inspection, um, things to look for. Um, 
And then, you know, they gave you a little certificate, and it was good for, I think, like a year. Mm-hmm. Um, so I set out pretty quickly. I'm a north sider. Like, one thing about most Pittsburgh people, you don't leave your neighborhood. So I knew I was staying on the north side. I didn't know where, but um, I found a place. And um, initially when I looked at it, I was like, this is not going to work. I didn't have a wish list. I probably should have. If I look back, I would have, like, two bathrooms, a flat yard, little mm-hmm. things like that, um, an attached garage versus a detached garage. Uh, three bedrooms instead of two bedrooms in an office, you know, little things like that, that if I look back, I would have definitely done differently. But um, I agree that it's one of the best investments you'll make. I mean, it's yours. um, You own it. It becomes something you can leave to your family. It becomes a place that people always know they can be welcome to. Um, But the process was pretty easy for me. I had already started saving prior to that. Um, I had already secured pre-approval, which is crucial. A lot of times realtors won't even entertain the contract until you have your Mm -hmm. pre-approval. I also did my research around taxes to make sure I kind of knew what areas had this tax amount because Mm -hmm. taxes have a big part to play in your mortgage. Thank you. Um, And you're right. In most cases, the first mortgage, your um, insurance and taxes are all in that payment. It's all in your escrow account. Um, One thing that I would say is always check your closing statements. Um, and know what you're paying for. One of the things that happened with me is that a year into my mortgage, my escrow was short. So I ended up having to come up with like $900 to get my escrow caught up a year into my mortgage um, because somehow they made a miscalculation at closing. Um, So that worked out. And for anyone, if you didn't have the money, they would increase your mortgage payment. But I didn't want to do that, so I figured out a way to work it out. Um, So just keep in mind, look at your closing statements, make sure you go over them in detail. You know, make sure you know what your hand money is. Don't forget to negotiate. I definitely negotiated. Um, my seller, the property had been on the market for a while. They had to make a lot of updates because there was a mother in there and the kids were out of state, so they weren't really giving it the TLC it needed. Um, one of the things they did to piss me off is they had the original, like, cherry wood, fireplace, mantle, all that. They painted the damn bookshelf white. They also <laughs> took off two original doors, which pissed me off, and didn't leave them in the basement. Oh those beautiful cherry heavy doors. But anyway, I won't get angry about that. Um, with a little clear doorknob handle. <laughs> um, but yeah, it was, it was a great experience outside of getting that escrow statement. It was very seamless. I didn't do the job I should have with my realtor. I think like you guys, I would have should have put more time into my realtor. She was an older lady. Um, she really was invested in getting her check because I think she was close to retirement versus mm-hmm. really looking out for me and she was trying to sell me stuff. Um, you know, so that was one thing I didn't really, um, I did a lot of looking on my own without her. And then once I narrowed it down, I brought her in. Um, one thing I would say is look into the homestead, um, exclusion, I think it's called, you know, that's one thing that if you live in your property, um, as a primary residence, you might be eligible for the homestead exemption, um, in Allegheny County. And I don't know if it goes outside of Allegheny County. Um, and what is the homestead? It's basically, it gives you a tax deduction for living in the property as your primary residence. So it takes a portion off. And a lot of times, I don't I, I don't know if it's automatic, but I think if you call the county courthouse or you call the county, they'll explain that uh, process. There was like a form I had to fill out, and it happens automatically now, as long as you reside in the residence, not a rental or anything like that. Um, definitely look into home inspections. It's a huge investment, but a lot of times when you go with a lot of the home buyers programs, they'll give you a discount on your home inspection, or they recommend a home inspection company, but you literally get a full packet of like 30 pages of everything from you know cracks to foundations to windows how you know something green yellow red how soon you have to replace it i mean it's a really crucial investment um and you normally do have to do it before you buy so it is an out-of-pocket investment i know my uh program makes you do an inspection and an appraisal yeah so it's like yeah pretty thorough too you have to do an appraisal banks won't finance you without an appraisal because they need to make sure the investment um, matches the seller's cost the seller's um whatever they want you to pay because mm-hmm. they won't go in the red they won't go under but you normally have to pay for your appraisal and that's another mm-hmm. three four hundred dollars it's interesting how much money that goes like you know people yep. don't really talk about that you think you look for a house yep. so you get approved and then you're in there but there's a lot of yeah, yeah. a lot of cost that goes into it even before you step foot into the home and say it's yep. yours and negotiate look for homeowners insurance that's another thing you have to buy a policy you know, so um, you can choose your policy, though it would normally be included in your mortgage payment. You could shop around for homeowners policies. 
Um, you know, people think sometimes they could pay the realtor. Realtors work for you. They work off commission. Mm -hmm. So they get paid when you buy your house. So, you know, find one you're comfortable with, someone who has your back, mm -hmm. you know, like yeah. your realtor. Like the first year, my homeowner's insurance, like the sellers pay for it. Is that normal? I don't know. They can either, sometimes they'll either pay for it. It's all about negotiation. Mm -hmm. So mine tried to offer me a um, home warranty. But these little shady home warranties, some people love them. I didn't think, like, it covered, like, a doorbell. It covered um, other different things like refrigerator, stove. I think I'd have used my home warranty for the doorbell, which was probably about $40 worth of work. <laughs> so for me, it wasn't really a sales feature. So I asked them to come to the table with more cash, and because they wanted to get rid of it, they did. Mm -hmm. um, so you can negotiate all that. Like, if you want them to put down so much cash and take so much off, you could just go back and forth. I mean, I like you said, I encourage you to finish out 2018, like, the Wall Street Prime just went up. And so the economy is, they say, rebuilding itself. And all the financial numbers and all the financial publications are saying the rates are going to continue to go up. Mm -hmm. So, you know, back, you know, when probably you was purchasing, I'm purchasing, like, Prime was down 3 and 4%. It's going back up to 5, 5 and a quarter, you know. And we're not by no means financial advisors, but I would say, you know, now's a good time. Sure, you ain't a financial advisor. Girl, I don't have no credentials and accolades, child. No credentials and accolades. But it's now's the time. I mean, especially with all these businesses coming to Pittsburgh, like the properties and values are going up. Um, but I think that, you know, like everyone said, I think the biggest thing is investing in yourself. It's the biggest purchase you'll make. You know, mm -hmm. so do it. Do Make sure it makes sense. Make sure it's a good fit for you. Make sure it has the things you want. Um, you know, so that you can't go back, you can't return it. It's yours. <laughs> right. You know, know what you're getting into, and your credit is so important. Like, that dictates everything. And that PMI, that private mortgage insurance, you do not want to have to have that. It's extra money out of pocket, and it's something that, you know, if your credit worthiness is there, your down payment is there, things like that, they normally don't require it. Or you have the backing of a, like a homeowner's program. But that private mortgage insurance is, it can be costly. And it's normally a point system. So, um, you know, make sure you have those conversations with your lender. Um, but, you know, you got to educate yourselves. That's the problem is a lot of us don't take the time to get informed and educated. Mm -hmm. And we think we either know it all or we're ashamed to ask. But no matter how smart you are, you need to go to a homeowner's class. Yeah. You need to go to the public library and get a publication. You need to go to your local community program, Northside Leadership Conference. Like every neighborhood has a home buyers program mm -hmm. because they will teach you terms so you're not getting you know, predator lenders coming after you, you're not getting taken advantage of. Um, it's a lot harder now because brokers can't do what they used to be able to do, which is part of the mortgage boom. But brokers for a long time, took, my mom got taken advantage of. She bought a property and they actually gave her the money for the deposit. Um, years later, you know, it didn't end up working out. And as we got educated, we realized like she was taken advantage of as a single mom, you know, trying to move out of like subsidized housing into a real house. And um, it was an unfortunate situation, but we didn't know. Like, we just mm -hmm. did not know. Um, my mom didn't know. She was just happy to have a house. But um, it's important that you know know how what you're getting yourself into. Right. Um, so, yeah, that's my journey. I, by God's grace, I will hopefully be able to pay off my house in the next five years, um, which has been a true blessing um, because, you know, it's the biggest burden we all have outside of student loan debt. But... Um, yeah, I think that it's important that we make that investment. We're here to support you through that. So if you have questions, hit us in the DM. Um, if you have questions about the individual journeys, feel free to tag us. But I think this is a great topic. Yeah. Yeah, it was. So um, next we're going to talk about some of our favorite domestic locations to travel to, which, um, of course, is your favorite cities in the U.S. to travel to and kind of give some maybe a few restaurant suggestions or um, activities that you like to do within those cities. Um, so for me, one of my favorite cities for the longest time, and this is like kind of when I first started getting really into traveling, I traveled to Chicago a lot. Um, my mom like loves Chicago also. So um, at the time she was living in Kansas. Mm -hmm. So I would catch a train from Pittsburgh to Chicago and she would catch a train up from Kansas to Chicago and we would meet in Chicago and have like you know me her and my two sisters and me would just have you know like a mother-daughter weekend or whatever in Chicago so that's sweet that is that's how I started going to Chicago so I've been there several times and every time I go like Chicago is so huge it's yes. like every time I go I feel like I experience something different and then there's also um things that every time I go like I have to make sure that you I do. actually go there the and one of, no actually it's not the popcorn <laughs> 
No. It's like Giordano's Pizza. Like, oh. I love that pizza. Like, if you go to Chicago, you have to get deep dish pizza from Giordano's. And I'm not even really, like, a big, like, like tomato person. You know, like, with the deep dish, it's, like, a lot of sauce. Yeah. But Giordano's, to me, is just, like, oh. It's just, like, we just thinking mm. about this making my mouth water. <laughs> like, yeah. So, when, every time I go to Chicago, no matter when it is, I have to get Giordano's Pizza. Um, another one of my favorite places, now probably all my places are going to be food because that's just me, mm-hmm. um, is in Greek Town, going to Zeus's to get a gyro. Um, one day, like I had got off the train, I think, before my mom and them got there. So I'm like, I have a, you know, a few hours left. I'm going to go venture out. So I just start walking from the train station and ask people like, you know, where should I go, blah, blah, blah. And someone has suggested going down to um, Greek Town. And once I got into Greek Town, I asked somebody else like, Cause there's so many gyro places it's like which one do i pick and someone suggested zeus's and I, i'm like oh my god this is the best gyro i've ever had mm. like to me chicago <clears throat> this is before i discovered my next favorite city like to me had like the best food i had ever tasted like everything i had there was the best the best pizza i ever had the best gyro I ever had um also like going to to the navy pier getting on the ferris wheel um just doing some sightseeing around there um take a little taxi over to the south side of Chicago which can be a little bit dangerous <laughs> but I like going over there to the chicken and waffle spot um, I had considered myself a chicken and waffle connoisseur at some point so um, and then I went up to the Taste of Chicago one year for my birthday um, I stayed with a cousin of mine who lives up there and she took me to a lot of different restaurants that I had never been to um, we also went to Boys Town which is um, interesting interesting place what is it what boys is town it? is like where um a lot of the gay population oh, lives okay, okay. um okay. so we went you know um <laughs> yeah to a couple bars there so it was very entertaining um and one of the things i tasted actually when i was there <clears throat> not a boys town but at the taste of chicago was like harold's chicken um the fried oh, chicken yeah. it's like it's, it's so good so definitely check out taste of chicago um if you can it happens sometime in july um every year so Chicago is definitely like one of my all-time favorite cities I had even considered moving there before I got the job that I have now like once I went up there for my birthday I'm like I'm moving here I'm not applying for any more jobs you know back here in Pittsburgh and it's like as soon as I got back I got like two job offers mm-hmm. and one of them was for the job I have I have now so I'm like well maybe it wasn't meant for me to move <laughs> but I love Chicago um, <clears throat> my second city that I want to highlight is New Orleans which I'll be heading there on Saturday. Um, I've been there the past two years, um, but I was there for conferences. So this is going to be the first time that I'm actually going there, like non-conference, where I'll have like you know all day to do whatever it is I want to do. Um, of course, when you go, you have to get the beignets from Cafe Du Monde. My French accent. You should try muffaletta too. Muffaletta. Yeah. Okay, I gotta write that on my list. I have a whole, I have this whole list of things. Girl, you gonna make that I need list. to do? Well, I have them marked off. Things that we have to do, things that I would like to do, and things that we'll do oh, if I have I like time. That. On your list. So I love it. Yeah. So I have this whole list, and they're all marked off by in those different categories. So um, have to go to Cafe Du Monde, get my beignets, get powdered sugar all over myself. <laughs> um. And you have to get the Charboro oysters when you go to New Orleans. Now, a lot of people talk about Dragos. I had them from Dragos or Dragos, however you pronounce it. I wasn't that impressed. When I went to New Orleans, New Orleans Creole Cookery, like, the Charboro oysters there were amazing. Like, so I'm hoping to get back there this time. But I also, also want to try Acme Oyster House, which I hear also a lot of people talking about. So I'm curious to see how they compare to New Orleans Creole Cookery. Um... I have to get a hurricane from Pat O'Brien's. Yep. I have to get a hand grenade, frozen hand grenade drink. I've heard those, yeah. Um, so those are just like some of the things that I've done in the past that I want to do. But I have a whole list of new bars to check out. My supervisor goes to New Orleans every single year. And every year she comes back and she tells me all the new places that there are to go. So I have, like, like I said, tons of places I want to check out. And so I will be recapping my New Orleans trip on... The next podcast, I'll let you know where I've been, but those are my two cities that I wanted to highlight. Nice. I love New Orleans. New Orleans, yes. So much culture. And I love the live music, too. You can, like, just be walking down the street on random. People are so nice. Yeah. 
so yeah. nice. If you could take a tour outside of like New Orleans, like the the hub, do that because they have some of the most beautiful homes. Like mm-hmm. I remember when I went down there when we were at Carlo, I went mm-hmm. for alternative spring break, and I just couldn't get over how beautiful it was there. People are so I love yeah. New Orleans. I want to do the swamp tour. That's yeah, I did the alligator tour last okay. time I went. That's that was that was to. fun. I never thought of that. Yeah, mm-hmm. that was cool. Yeah. Yeah. My friend Amber just took a tour of like the wards and everything and all mm. the updates and things that have happened since Katrina and she said it was a fantastic experience too. So yeah. Probably speaks to what you were so talking about about experience in the neighborhoods. So my two places, I'll give you a East Coast and a West Coast place. So okay. I'll start with the East Coast. <laughs> um, you know, it's always nice to have somewhere where you can get in a car and drive to. And I would have to say my favorite place to get in the car and drive to um, is New York. Um, similar to Bree, there's just certain cities. It's like no matter. Anytime I go, I experience something new. And when I, I don't mean like Times Square in New York. You know, sometimes I'm in Brooklyn. Sometimes I'm in Long Island. Like I've. I mean, a drive to New York is about six hours, and, you know, in a couple minutes, I could be in Jersey if I want to, but um, I love New York. Every time I go, I have a great time. There's always stuff to do. I like it when it's cold and freezing mm. outside. I like it when it's hot. Like, um, there's something about the energy that's in New York that on the coldest day will still keep you happy. Um, there's always crazy stuff to see on the streets. Um I love going to spas, and my favorite spa, one of my favorite spas is in New York, and it's inexpensive, and it's bomb as ever, called Juvenex Spa. I highly recommend it. There's a couple new ones that are on my list um, that I hope to try within the next year or so. Um, and if you go to Brooklyn, there's, what is it, Bed-Stuy uh, Fish and Chicken or something like that. Freaking amazing. Like... There's just so much to see there. The one time we went and um, visited some friends, and there was a, a African um, festival going on at the time. Like, there's always something going on, and it was awesome. You know, they had a hall open where they had uh, different performances in there, all types of vendors. I mean, you had people that um, had flown in from like Africa, literally, to set up shop at this thing. It was was awesome um i like uh max brenner's chocolate restaurant definitely got to go to dallas barbecue for the sticky oh wings oh my god yeah. that, i've never been Y'all and the drinks dallas totally barbecue going. is bomb yes yep um yeah when i had those sticky wings like yeah. i was like in heaven y'all keep talking about these dang wings i need to have me a set of them been to you know brunch is always fun in new york um i can't remember the name of the restaurant but there was this brunch like right over the water um said i was cool but i love new york you know it's an easy ride you can catch a quick airbnb um you know go with a friend split a hotel to get the cost Mm -hmm. down and just really you know enjoy yourself the other place i would choose on the west coast oh it was hard between la and vegas but I'm going to have to go with L.A. Um, both of those, I get, I always get very cheap flights, too. So that's always a plus. And L.A. is similar to New York. You know, every time I, like, I was just there for a whole week. And every day I experienced something different. Mm-hmm. You know, one day was chill vibes. And the one thing I love about L.A. is you don't have to look far to see beauty. And the only other place I've said that about was Tanzania. Like, it don't matter what class you're in, how much money you make, what you do for a living. Like, you could look out your doorstep and see beauty. Like, all these mountains and beautiful hills. I mean, it's also dirty down, um, you know, <laughs> on you know the Hollywood Boulevard. You know, it's a little rough. But, you know, it, it's just beautiful. It's fun. Um, tons of stuff to do. Live music almost every day of the week with dope singers. The food is bomb. Versailles is a Cuban restaurant. Fire. Gotta get this garlic chicken stuff. But I talked about that in the last um, episode. So all you gotta do is listen back to the last episode where I recap my trip, my birthday trip to LA, and um, you know check some things out. But those are my top two places to go to. I'll always keep 
visiting those places. They never get old. Yeah, and so I've like, never been to LA. And after hearing about your trip, like I'm, I'm like that's on my to do list. Yeah. Like I'm, I'm ready to head over to to LA. I mean, it was like an hour to Malibu. Uh, you know, I mean, you can go anywhere in yeah. about an hour and see different things, but there's a beach, right? Venice Beach is right there. And right. There's just so much life, so much culture, so much diversity. Um, it's just a, it's a really cool spot. I like it. What about you, Markeisha? I'm just still making note because I think I forgot to write down that place on Venice Beach that you ate at that you raved about that chicken. And I need yes. to get my whole Yelp list in order. Mm-hmm. So I had to make sure I write that down again. But um, I have to agree. I guess a good place for me to start is um, L.A. I mean, there's so much to say about L.A. Um, but for me, I'm going to drill down a little and be specific to Palm Springs. I fell in love in Palm Springs twice. That might be a rap song. we will be on the next LP. <laughs> um, but I think I just fell in love in Palm Springs. Like, it, it's such a cool quaint place like you said I think you captured it perfectly like you can look out anywhere in Palm Springs and see beauty the mountains the sunset the air there's just something very different about it and we rode from LA to LAX to Palm Springs so the drive down you got to see the mountains and the different landscapes and textures and there was even fires going so it was like even seeing like some of the fires they were working to put out was was an interesting thing to see um, but it's just, it's so picturesque, like riding, um, the dirt bikes and the uh, ATVs on the mountain was amazing. Um, you know, I just, the landscape and the color that you see is just, you have to see it once in your lifetime. I can't even explain like from the rose gold to the orange, to the yellow, it's just beautiful and picturesque. Um, so in Palm Springs, a couple recommendations. First of all, you have to drive to get there. I'm sure there's other, there's a, a, a airport there, but it's tiny, but It's just a cool place to check out. Um, It's got its own little culture. Um, It's got some cool up-and-coming hotels, but it also has those signature hotels like Hard Rock, which I thought was really awesome. Um, There's a place called Broken Yoke, which is a really cool breakfast place. They have super awesome dessert, um, and they have breakfast, and they make these eggs. So what's the salmon that's like breakfast salmon? Y'all know what I'm talking about? I can't remember what it's called, but they make this breakfast eggs with this breakfast salmon the salmon that like I guess is used normally for breakfast and like on a bag like locks yes yeah, that's, that's it locks oh my goodness it was so delicious so delicious <laughs> so I highly recommend the broken yolk um, if you're in Palm Springs um, the Hard Rock Hotel was fantastic as well if you want like just yummy bar greasy bar food um, right by the pool that was really awesome but just walking around and seeing the different little boutiques and stores and just having a really good time there's tons of places to eat um, so you know for the sake of time I'll just say you know do your research um, you can get into anything helicopter rides ATVs I mean your possibilities are really limitless there mm-hmm. but it really is a cool and awesome town if you're in architecture there's tons of places there's tons of history there a lot of um, famous people from the 60s, 70s um, had homes there. So there's like tours you can do and all kind of fun things. There's casinos, if that's your thing. But there's just so much to do. Um, could not have had a better time there. The other place I was thinking of that I, I love the DMV, so that was uh, certainly close. Um, but I thought about like uh, me and my best friend had taken a trip to um, Arizona a couple oh, years ago. Arizona. Yeah, and it was my first time. Her mom so lives funny. there. Um, who is super awesome and she lives in Chandler which is a really cute city in Arizona and we decided to stay there but we drove into Phoenix and then we also hit up Sedona and so Sedona much like Palm Springs has its own like culture and feeling so I would say Sedona is another place that I encourage people to visit that can go back to 50,000 times Mm. like when you hit Sedona you see it it's the red it's the clay it's the picturesqueness like you can't even have billboards and signs above a certain height there because they don't want it to take away from the landscape so it's just it's so beautiful um making me want to go literally it's something we need a girl's trip to Sedona right it it is they have tons of spas I didn't get the opportunity to check out spas but apparently like Marriott has like a an amazing um five-star spa there with like a fire pit in the ground um but we didn't get to do that yeah, I heard that's known for that. I've always wanted to go to that side of town and do like a, a like multi state tour. Like yeah. 
fly there, then us get in the car and go see the Grand Canyon yep. and the different mm-hmm. states. And we should do it. That's it, it's fun. That's what we did. It. We flew into Chandler, drove to Phoenix, and then drove from Phoenix to Sedona. It's always fun. Um, it was super expensive, so we ended up driving home that evening. Which the drive back was a little scary. It's a little dark, little, little coyotes. Yeah, girl, <laughs> lock the doors. Baby had coyotes. Your, had your possessions. <laughs> Um, a couple things I would suggest when it comes to um, Sedona slash Phoenix slash Chandler. Um, you have to, when you're in Phoenix, of course, go to Lolo's Chicken and Waffles. The food is off the hook. They have these cocktails made out of Kool-Aid that are just ridiculous. Mm. Just have a couple, mm. call you a dentist afterwards. Um, <laughs> but they're super yummy. Um, I would also suggest there was this place called the Gold Hill Ghost Town that was on the way. Um, that was super cool, like had these really quaint little old chapels that people get married in a lot, um, had like old time country store, but it was kind of untouched. It was like an old wild, wild west town that was untouched. So that mm. was really cool. And it's called the Goldfield Ghost cool. Town. Yeah, it was in some of the great pictures. Uh, we went on an Indian reservation, um, which is a little depressing, but um, they have stores there so you can support local business, you know, give back to the community. But if you're into photography, it's the place to go. Like, there were so many picturesque places. Um, I even took some dope pictures, and I do not have any skills when it comes to the camera whatsoever. <laughs> um, and then there was this place called um, El Zucalo Sunset. El, El Zucalo or El Zucalo. Um, the sunset at this place was bananas. Like, the way it sits, it just, if you get there during sunset, it's just, like, breathtaking. Um, and it's Z-O-C-A-L-O. Um, I can always tag it on the post once we post it. But I definitely encourage folks to hit up both those spots. Amazing experiences. Definitely worth the trip. And like you said, if you watch flights, you can get them very reasonable. Oh, nice. Another place to put on my, on my bucket yep. list. I know. Sounds good. Well, this was a, a good, a good taping girl I, agree. I like it a lot going on y'all got our little domestic tips for home buying and yeah and home buying and traveling yeah 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 so what about you need to be making lunches for your man <laughs> okay. you need to be a domesticated woman so you can secure the ring <laughs> consult us about that yeah right. <laughs> defend your post yeah, I love that, the finger post. I'm about to start prowling on people. Like, y'all see this? We need to have them on the show. Defend y'all post. We got some questions. Like, that's Susie. Yeah, so. I feel like we gave a lot of good information. I feel really yeah. good about that. Well, y'all know the drill. Make sure you're following us on Facebook and Instagram. Make sure you're sharing our podcast with your friends. If you know a friend that's buying a house or interested in selling their home whatever it is share it with them anything that you hear that you think would be valuable to someone let's share the love absolutely share the love Hit if us you're up making in the your 2019 vacation list mm-hmm. if you need some suggestions yes. or ideas we're yes. here definitely always taking questions um asking for a friend mm-hmm. or yourself mm-hmm. whatever you need to know we're more than willing to ask um yeah and, and stay tuned for some exciting news coming from yes. us. Mm-hmm. Yeah. More so we'll details be, to follow, right, Mark? <laughs> <laughs> we'll be releasing that real soon. So stay connected. Peace, right, y'all. y'all. Stay blessed. See, See y'all next time. Well, hear y'all. Or hear y'all. <laughs> listen, listen to us next time. Take her sangria. Take her sangria. <laughs>